Hi, pal, and welcome to season two of I've Got Your Back, the podcast. I am so excited that this season is going to be about entrepreneurship. So if you are an entrepreneur or an aspiring entrepreneur and you're curious about how to be one, what it means, how do you embody the mindset, or how do you create ways to become an entrepreneur, and any lessons there are in being an entrepreneur, then this season is for you. Speak to you soon. Hi, pal, and welcome to episode two of season two of I've Got Your Back, the podcast, which is all about entrepreneurship. Today, I wanted to share with you my lessons. So in episode one, I shared I shared a couple of lessons in episode one, but I shared quite a lot of my journey and moving from sort of full-time employee to full-time social entrepreneur today. So it's really tricky to sort of just share a few lessons in all those years because there's been so many lessons. But today I'm going to share eight with you. You know, eight is my magic number. So eight impact and income streams is always the goal as a social entrepreneur for me anyway and what I highly recommend and I just wanted to share eight that I really believe are super good lessons so my number one is always 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 dream big and that sounds a bit cliche because you hear that or you see it on a little meme or you know See you on Instagram, like dream big, follow your dreams. But genuinely and honestly, when I look back on these years, the one thing that has been a common thread, I've been a lot of things as a common thread, but that has been like always number one from a really young age. I've always had this ability to develop the mindset to dream big and the thoughts to dream big. So I would encourage that. And I would also encourage no one or nothing to get into your mindset around the dreams that you have. So they could be multiple dreams. It could be a dream for a short period of time. It could be a long period of time. It could be small. It could be medium sized It could be massive. But I do encourage larger dreams because when you have bigger dreams, the growth of you as an individual towards that dream or that massive goal is actually gold. The person that you will become as you work towards that is like incredible. Like you, I mean, it'll be tough at parts, don't get me wrong. You'll be like crying and all sorts, but there'll be moments where you'll be like, wow, like this is worth it. Like this was so worth it. And it just, the the growth is just bigger and deeper when your dreams are bigger. And I would also just add to that, please, 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 like let go of the fear of what other people think of your dreams and their opinion on your dreams because they're not their dreams, they're yours. And every single one of us is a completely unique being. There is no one like you on this earth. You are the only person like you on this earth. You come from a certain place, certain beliefs, certain values, certain experiences, certain challenges, certain issues, certain family members, friends, they're all unique and they make up you. So of course your dreams are going to be so unique because none of us are the same. So actually we should all have the most unique dreams. 
yes, yeah, some of them might be similar in terms of certain things, but they have to be yours. And you have to let go of what other people think of them because as they come into your dreams and if you let them, they're going to interfere with the creation of them. So, yeah, and I would just say have the courage to talk your dreams out loud. Um, And what I mean by that is I've always had the ability to actually say my dreams out loud and not care what other people think. Maybe a little bit in the beginning, but now not at all. But younger, when I was younger, I definitely still had that ability to say it out loud and speak it into existence. So the more that you say your dreams and goals out loud to whoever will listen on social media or to your partner or to your friends, your family, those that you trust as well, it actually does speak them into your existence. And what happens is, and just so you know, there's the science behind this, but right at the back of your your brain, there's something called the reticulator activator. And what this does is when you have a goal or you have a dream or you have something in your mind that you want, that you're working towards, that part of the brain will just attract in the people, the resources, the opportunities that obtain that dream. And that's why it's so important. So one, speak it in the positive tense. So for me, my first ever dream was to live and work in Sydney, Australia. I I'm living and working in Sydney, Australia. So you say it as if it's already done. You say it in the positive tense and it's sort of done. So it's almost like it's already done in your mind. What's happening is that little reticulator activator is just bringing in the real life situations, people and resources to make it happen. But it does start there. It starts with placing it in there whether you need to see it in a vision board, whether you need to write it down every day, whether you need to speak it every day, it just gives those words and that dream more power. Um, So from age 15 years old to when did I move to Australia? So 22, 23. So I had on my vision board beaches of Australia. That's all I had because that was the only thing that I wanted to do. I wanted to live and work in Sydney, Australia. So I said that every day. I saw the pictures every day. Did it it happen overnight? Absolutely not. It took me like a decade, almost a decade to make that happen. Um, But I enjoyed everything in between and all the pieces of the puzzle were just coming together to make that dream a reality. And again, if the dreams are really big, then obviously sometimes they can take time and it's been patient with that, you know, having this balance between sort of urgency and patience and like walking right down the middle, making sure that you know, like, you know where you're going, you know where you're headed, but you're willing to take the journey in between and be patient with that. But, you know, still work with that sort of walk with that intention. You know, you're still walking through towards that dream with your intention. Um, And honestly, I just, I've had so many dreams. That was my major dream. And then the next one was to like, as I said on the last episode, leave my job before I turned 30. So like leave the corporate world. I did that when I was 29 um, you know, to to spend half the year in Australia, half the year in the UK, that became a dream. So that happened. Like there's lots of things. Now my dream is absolutely like, I just want the most amazing soul partner to live in a farm and to live and just breathe like nature and to grow our own vegetables and flowers and fruits and like have puppies and babies. Um, that's pretty much it. That That's the dream that I want now. So you know, again, that's probably been there for a while, but it's just sort of like having the patience 
um, and the intention that that's that's what you want and knowing that and knowing that it will happen and it's going to unfold exactly when it's meant to. Okay. So number one is dream big and speak it into existence. Number two is all about the mind. And I'm going to talk about this a lot. I'm going to share lots of stories about the power of the mind. But essentially, you have to develop a positive mindset. And that doesn't mean to say that you're positive and happy all the time. You don't feel any other emotion. Absolutely. I have felt so many emotions over the years, still do, still have major challenges, major issues that come up in my life, in my businesses. However, what I've trained my mind to do is think positively about, okay, well, this has come in for a reason. What is the issue, the challenge, the problem that's here? And how am I going to come up with a solution that's going to fix this? Like always, and normally I come up with three. It's not even just one. I've actually trained myself to think, okay, this has come up. What are the three solutions, one to three solutions for this? Um, But that takes time. It takes time to develop a positive mind. And I'd say, how do you do that? One, you have to invest in yourself. This has been the number one thing that I've done since 15 years old is I've always backed myself and I've always invested in myself with time, with courses, with money. Like, I don't even know how much money I've spent on developing myself and going to courses and learning from people and learning from people that have paved the way for me and, you know, that I aspire to be like or I'm inspired by. I've seen Tony Robbins. I've seen Mel Robbins. They're not, they're not related, by the way. Um, you know, I've seen, like, some of the most incredible, like, oh, like, I, I've lost count of the amount of people that I've invested to spend time with and to learn from. And so... Please invest in yourself and your mind because it is the most powerful thing that you will ever do. Because when you learn how to manage your mind to create positive thoughts, you're literally unstoppable because positive thoughts leads to positive actions, leads to positive outcomes, leads to positive goals. Like there's just, there's a whole array of things that happen when you have a positive thought. And so invest in yourself. If there's someone that you have been looking at, a course you've been looking at, or a book you want to read, um, there's so much that an audible you want to listen to, or surround yourself with the minds of people that you are inspired by or are inspired to be. Not to be them, but just you feel as if when you're around them or listening to them, you're feeling better. Like if they make you feel good, if your nervous system is like, yeah, you know what it's like when you spend time with someone and you come away and you're sort of high, or if you come away and you're feeling kind of low, like that's a good indicator. So like check in with yourself, like surround yourself with positive people and like invest in yourself and actually fall in love with learning and growth. I think one of the things I've learned and through my own experiences going through school is I believed that learning English and maths and all those things that I really struggled with, struggled with was learning and growth. And I actually fell out of love with that learning and growth because it wasn't learning and growth to me, you know, it was academia. And that wasn't the way that I felt that I wanted to learn or I didn't enjoy it, you know. As soon as I learned about self-development and how to improve the mind and how to know myself and how to interact with other people and how to attract lots of things into my life, that's when the game changed me. And that's when I really fell in love with learning and growth. And so I would encourage you 
to really invest in your learning and growth. So the things that you genuinely love, not the thing that the boss is telling you to do in your job or the thing that you think you need to do because everyone in Instagram is doing it. Like what is your development? And I always have a budget towards this each year is like, what am I going to invest in to basically improve my mind? So number two, embody a positive mindset and invest in yourself and invest in this mind that you've been given. Number three is all about your body, your health and well-being and your wellness and your fitness, like everything to do with this body that you've been gifted and how you respect it, how you love it and how you take care of it on a daily basis. And I'll be honest, like I, I sort of learned the mindset thing quite early on in my, in my sort of entrepreneurial journey, but the, the wellness part and the body was later on for me. I didn't realize that the body had such a big connection with the mind. So actually your gut is like your second brain and your brain is connected to your gut. So what you're feeding your gut is going to impact your brain. So, you know, sometimes if you have a coffee, if you have too much sugar, or if you have like for me, dairy was a thing that I had an intolerance with. It would actually react in my body and it wouldn't be good. And then it would affect my mind. So it's knowing knowing that connection now. My number one thing every single day is to look after my body and my mind. Always. And so in terms of body, I would encourage you to go on a journey with discovering what fuels your body and what makes you feel good from food, from nutrition, from fitness, like what is it you actually enjoy? Like, again, don't go running if you don't like running. Although I must say, I fell in love with running three years ago, um, no, four years ago. And I called myself never a runner, but, you know, again, open to learning and growth. I decided to take it on. Um, but yeah, like, but go for the things that you love. Like, what do you actually enjoy? Because the one major thing that I've realized, like people often say to me, like, you're so you're so cool, you're so calm, you're so collected, especially when there's challenges and like everyone thinks everything's a riot. I'm like, okay, let's talk about this. Let's come up with the solutions. Let's do this. And I think the major part of that attitude and that being and the way that I am is because I look after my body and my mind. Well, I've spoken about mind, but the body, I fuel myself with the right nutrition, with the right food every single day. And I treat this body like a temple because it's a gift. Like even it's just a miracle that how this body functions every single day. So knowing that, why would you not feel it with the right stuff? Um, so yeah, so I encourage you to go on a journey of finding what fuels your body, what gives you energy, because everything is energy. And when you're fueling your body with the right food, you have more energy to give. So when people say, how do you run that business and that business and that business? And how can you hold multiple things in your mind and have this capacity is because I look after this vessel. And when you look after this vessel, it fuels you to have the energy, to have difficult conversations, to celebrate people, to be with large groups, to be with small groups, to talk openly about things to work through challenges like whatever it is like I know for a fact it's because I'm feeling my body every single day and so I have the ability to deal with a lot and that is really common in entrepreneurship if you think about it if you're running your own business if you're doing multiple things I see this a lot where their entrepreneurs are burnt out they're not getting enough sleep they're not getting the right nutrition they're not fueling themselves with the right food they're eating crap. They're having multiple coffees per day. Like, 
And it's just, it, it literally will lead to burnout. And so as an entrepreneur, I really know for a fact, because I was that person, I know for a fact that you're not feeling good and you will never produce the kind of company or impact you want to if you're not having a positive impact on your body first, if you're not actually doing the well-being practices yourself. And so I really encourage that, especially as entrepreneurs, because we're pushed and pulled in so many different ways and have multiple hats on at multiple different times. You have to look after your body. So that's number three. Number four is always remember where you come from. I'll never forget when um, I was leaving Paisley for the first time. So I was embarking on my first job with HP and my uncle was saying goodbye to me. And he said to me, Michelle, in a very Scottish accent, he said, Never forget where you came from. And obviously he was meaning never forget your roots, never forget your values, never forget you've come from here. And whatever you choose to do, remember that this is home and remember that this is where you came from. And I think that's so powerful as an individual, but it's, it's and it's important as a business owner or an entrepreneur. Like think about where you started and where you are now, even though you might be frustrated that you're not quite where you want to be. I bet if you were to look back and remember where you started and where you came from, you would be so happy at where you are now. Or you would be, or maybe not happy is the right word, but maybe you'd be have a lot more gratitude to where you are. And again, another great practice is gratitude. But I really encourage that is to always remember where you've come from because it helps you in sort of being at peace with where you are now and then working towards whatever that future um number five love your own journey and own your own journey so what do I mean by this your journey is literally going to be a series of peaks and troughs and ups and downs and celebration and complete failure and challenge worthiness and unworthiness lots of money and no money (laughs) Like literally all of the extremes in entrepreneurship you'll go through. And what I encourage you to do is love your journey because honestly, the lessons that you'll have and with the benefit of hindsight, you will look back and realize how powerful they were. The deepest lows, the highest highs. And own your own journey. Like so many people, and I've done this before, as you compare your day one in a company to someone's 15, like day 15,000 in a company or a journey, whatever it is, I'm basically saying we compare, we have this thing in society where we compare ourselves to others and they're on a completely different path at a different time, doing completely different things, but yet we find this comparison come in. And comparison is the thief of joy because when you start to compare, you start to forget who you are, you start to not fall in love with your own journey. So love your own journey and take responsibility for your own journey. I think this is this accountability that, and again, this mindset of not being a victim to your own circumstance or blaming others um, because ultimately you have made decisions right now to be in this position you are in. So it's loving that as well and taking that personal responsibility with a lot of kindness and gentleness towards yourself like don't beat yourself up it's because I see that a lot as well it's just about being kind 
to yourself and knowing that you are exactly where you are because of the decisions that you've made. And this is your journey and you will continue on your journey. And you're again, your path is unique. No path is the same. Yes, there might be similarities between people, but no path is the same. Um, And just continuously come back to love and gratitude for where you are, your journey and what's happened, what's now and what's coming. And I would always say be in the now, actually. Really actively be in that moment of now with your journey. Um, Number six is let it go and let it come. Biggest lesson is let things go. Honestly, don't sweat the small stuff. Let people go, let situations go, let failures go, like let it all go. Like, because if you hold on to that, you're literally holding something that you thought it could be better or you thought that you could have done better. Like you're holding on to all of that sort of energy and that sort of wishing that something was different or holding on to something that actually doesn't serve you. So when you let people go and things go, you allow more love to come in. You allow more opportunity to come in. And sometimes I think especially with people, and I've experienced this a lot through the years, you think, you know, somebody's going to be in your business for like the rest of your life. You're going to grow old together. And yeah, there'll definitely be some people like that. Or you thought that customer was going to be with you or that client was going to be with you or, you know, whatever it is, you have to sometimes just love and let people go. One, because you two are not meant to be together. It's just like any relationship, you know, whether it's really personal or business, you've got to love, love them and let them go. Because you've either outgrown each other or you're not on the same page or they're not going to be with you in the future. And that is absolutely okay. And it happens all the time. So let it go and let it come. Because when you let things go and you let people go with love, with grace, other things come in. And that is absolutely the way of entrepreneurship. It's always, always, always going to happen. And that's cool. Number seven, I think we're on out yet. Be just pleasantly persistent every single day. Keep working and chipping away every single day. I don't know if any of you have ever seen that image where someone, they're sort of chipping away with a chisel at this ice. Um, It's sort of like an iceberg type thing. And it like just there's this little space and they're chipping away, chipping away. And then we can see it looking at the image, but there's sort of like this little treasure chest, like really close to where they're chiseling to, but they literally walk away when they're super, super close to sort of give up as they're actually chipping away because it's so hard. You're just like chipping and chipping away for months, years, and you're so close to that treasure. Um, I would just say just focus on the daily habits the daily actions that you are taking towards those dreams, towards those goals every single day and just keep taking the action. Keep chipping away, keep chipping away because honestly the treasure chests do appear whether that like doesn't mean it could be money, it could be people, it could be whatever it's going to be. Um, those celebratory moments, just keep chipping away and keep chipping away. Like don't give up, be pleasantly persistent and resilient every single day. Like to learn that, and just allow things to like wash over you. Like the ability to allow things just, again, going back to what I said before, like let it go 
like once you do that, you just keep chipping, chipping, chipping away. It becomes a really powerful, yeah, such a powerful thing. And one of my major lessons is just to keep going. Like somebody asked me once, like, how do I feel at this business? And I say, just by giving up, that's it. So just never give up, never, ever, ever give up. Just keep in that pursuit. Um, I've just been watching recently um, documentaries. I've never seen them before about Conor McGregor, the UFC fighter. And honestly, like the mindset of that man is insane. And I've really enjoyed the documentary because it's given me a greater insight into his mind. And I love stuff like that. You might not agree with UFC or, you know, the way he is and the materialistic stuff that he has and is very boldly shown. But honestly, the one thing you can't take away from that man is his work ethic and his mindset and the ability to keep persisting, keep showing resilience and keep showing up every day to training. Like he is obsessed with training every single day. And he said a few times, you know, no one will ever work harder than me. Like he's like, I will always work hard with massive sacrifice to show up every single day in the pursuit of his dreams through every challenge and obstacle. I've I've lost track of how many injuries he's had now in the last few years, but his a bit or defeats that he's had, like actual public defeats where he's lost and literally a couple of days later just get back in the gym and get back to work. It's actually unbelievable. And that really uh, seeing that in the last few days has really personified that that lesson for me, but also just backed up in terms of just keep going. And lastly, number eight is be in service to others and to give back. Like honestly, being a social entrepreneur and even throughout my whole career, and it, it is a deep value of mine because I've learned it from my grandpa, my grand, my mom, aunts, uncles, like lots of family members, also other entrepreneurs and business owners is this ability or this sort of like heart driven service, like. I am here to be in service to others. Um, I do believe that in order to have that sort of mindset as you have to be in service to yourself first, like look after yourself. And a lot of these things I spoke out before these lessons is about looking after yourself because when you do that, you have this abundance to give other people. Um, and it doesn't need like, you don't like, need to focus all on yourself for a period of your life and then just focus on giving back at the end I see that quite a lot like I'm just going to focus on me 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 and then right at the end of my career I'm going to give back no like you can do it as you're growing as you're giving back to yourself as you can give to others as you're giving to yourself it's that balance is that continuous giving and receiving um but I would say just being in service is one of the most rewarding things ever like to see you know if I think about Arbon, just to see someone transform their health just because I've introduced them to a 30 days to healthy living program and now they make better daily habits with their body and their mind like to see that to see the messages that I get back from people saying thank you so much is unbelievable to hear from people um in my Arbon business that became consultants and have earned that extra income to make life choices that they wouldn't have before like I love that to see people celebrated I love it and I hadn't had that conversation then they wouldn't be standing there receiving that recognition you know I love that like to be able to start to have the time and space to start another business and for that like if I think about Definity to be able to you know, one, help businesses become better by being B Corps. I love that too. 
um, see them transform as each question gets deeper into how they do their business and question why they do their business in them to have a light bulb moment that actually something's got to change in my business or I need to improve this or to you know sit in a room just the other week there sat in a room in Paisley at St Martin Football Club and listen to young people share their social enterprise ideas and and to be like a dragon in the dragon's den type event and just to say how well they did and to and to give them feedback and to see their eyes light up when we gave them feedback and it was just like it's so rewarding to be in service to others and I, I just I wish more people could get that and realize how powerful it is and especially in an entrepreneurial environment like as you're building your business um or as you're doing entrepreneurial things whatever you are whatever stage you're at in this cycle um always remember it's about being in service to others that's all it is ever about helping other people in turn, when you help other people, then you're going to help the planet. You're going to help communities. Like all of, it's just a big, big ripple effect. But when you focus on helping other people, it is just phenomenal. So there we have it. Thank you for listening. Speak to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I so appreciate your time. And as a thank you, and especially for this season, which is all about entrepreneurship, It's so important to look after yourself from a mind, a body, and a spirit point of view. So as a gift, you can download my Yoga Nidra practice from my website. And this is a guided meditation to really regenerate your mind, your body, and your soul. I hope you enjoy, and I'll speak to you soon.